The Holy Family live in an old linen shoe bag. The bag is dark brown with a name tape sewn just below its gathered neck, where a stout cord pulls it tight. And each year on Christmas Eve the bag is opened and the family, along with its attendant wise men, shepherds, an angel with a broken halo and various animals, are set out on a table beside the Christmas tree. They have their own stable, a wooden open-fronted building which has once been part of a smart toy farm, and they fit perfectly into it. The golden angel standing devoutly behind the small manger in which the tiny holy child lies, swaddled in white. His mother, all in blue, kneels at the head, opposite a shepherd who has fallen to his knees at the foot of the crib, his arms stretched wide in joyful worship. Joseph, in his red cloak, with a second shepherd, carrying a lamb around his neck as if it were a fur collar, stands slightly to one side, watching. A black-and-white cow is curled sleepily in one corner near to the grey donkey, which stands with its head slightly bowed. And here, just outside this homely scene, come the wise men in gaudy flowing robes, pacing in file, reverentially bearing gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Jakey stands close to the table, gazing at the figures, his eyes just level with them, Occasionally he might pick up one of the figures in order to study it more closely. The angel's broken halo, the lamb curled so peacefully around the shepherd's neck, the tiny caskets carried by the wise men. Once he dropped the holy child, who rolled under the sofa. Oh, the terror of that moment! Lying flat on his face, scrabbling beneath the heavy chair, hot with the frustration of being unable to move it, and the huge relief when his fingers had closed over the little figure and he'd drawn out the baby unharmed and placed him back in his blue-lined crib. Now, as he stands by the crib, Jakey grows slowly aware of the sounds around him, the clock ticking weightily, its pendulum a crossly wagging finger, the sigh and rustle of ashy logs collapsing together in the grate, his father talking on the telephone next door in the kitchen, and the monotonous quacking of the radio turned down low. Today the decorations must be taken down because it is twelfth night, the last day of Christmas.